What's up, y'all? This is a King K solo track, uh, solo show, whatever. Um, I actually had this idea for a minute, but then I heard uh, DMST do it, and I was like, fuck, if I do it, they're going to think I'm biting. But I'm going to do it. I don't want y'all niggas to think I'm biting. It was actually more motivation to be like, that shit was cool. Brainstorm did this shit, and it was dope as shit. Um, the reason I'm doing it now is because, like, most people who know me know me from the show as the married nigga, and I've said multiple times, I've been married for 17 years, married 10 years, everybody always, the first thing that people say is, damn, you don't see that shit no more, and then two, how the fuck did you do it? Normally, I don't speak a whole lot on um, my marriage and what goes in and on, in and out of my marriage and all of that shit or whatever. But it seems like a lot of people got a lot of fucking questions about shit. People in in my age group, which I'm 32 years old, and I know y'all listening saying 17 years, goddamn. Well, I say the goddamn same shit, 17 years. And I'm finna tell y'all how the fuck you make your shit last damn near for a lifetime. The key to it is, no matter what, and at the end of the day, is that your significant other feels like you give a shit about them. Period. Whether it comes to money issues they got to feel like you give a fuck about them. Whether it comes to communication, they got to feel like you at least give a fuck about them. The moment that your significant other starts to feel like you don't give a fuck about them is the moment you start setting up the detriment of your marriage. And it can be all in it can be all in the tone the way that you talk to them it can be a look that you give them they could be being them let's say you and your significant other out at a family function let's say it's your family function and they being them they being who they are all the time but for some reason you give them this strange look of disappointment or you embarrassing me or all of that shit that really fucking means something to them is like fuck you you around my family nigga put on this mask don't be you fuck you i want you to be the nigga that you need to pretend right now that you ain't you When it comes to communication, there is not a lot of people in this world that's able to converse with another person. But in order to let that person know that you at least give a fuck about them, there is one simple thing that you have to be able to say is that I am not really good at communicating and I'm sorry. 
When you can't do that, you're telling the other person, fuck you. Because instead of saying that, what you're going to continue to do is spew out negative rhetoric to try and defend yourself because you're not really good at communicating. And if your significant other is good at communicating, now you feel challenged. You're feeling insecure because this person is able to express himself in a comprehensive manner in which you're not. And instead of you saying that I can't do it as good as you, can you teach me how did you get to this level where you can communicate how you feel? Instead, you would go for low blows because you have to win. Because this person just made you feel defeated. When in actuality, it was your own insecurity fucking you up. You have to let the person that you with feel like you give a fuck about them. That doesn't mean that you agree with everything that they say. That doesn't mean that their way is always the right way. But I tell you this, there is always a right way to say something. There is always a right way to do something. And the right way to do this shit with this person is not the right way to do it with that person. Taking the time to learn your significant other. That is actually love. And what people get things fucked up at is they take the feeling of love instead of the action of it. Because you will sit here and say that I love this person. I love this person. I can understand the saying the fuck love because that ain't shit but a feeling because true love is being loving. And that's something that we need to learn. People are not willing to learn how to be loving. But you can have the feeling of love without the loving action. You cannot have the loving actions without love, though. Learn your partner. Learn who you with. And I guarantee you, the more that you learn about them, the more you're going to learn about yourself. And if your partner is doing the exact same thing, this is when you start to recognize that y'all meant for each other. You doing the same shit in this relationship that you was doing in your past relationship, but want to continue to say that relationships don't work for you, bitch or nigga, you don't work for you. No matter who you with, you have the same outcome. What the fuck is wrong with you that you have not looked at yourself and said, what am I doing wrong? Or you looked at yourself and said, what am I doing wrong? And the only answer you could come up with is picking the wrong motherfucker.
think about this. It's human nature for us to want perfection. We all want it. True strength comes in being able to recognize that you're not going to have it, though, and being content with that. That's where your true strength is going to come from. Because when I recognize that I am not going to, or you're not going to, you accept me through my flaws, I say that. You accept me through my flaws. It makes it a lot easier for me to accept you through yours. Let's just say that you and your significant others together and y'all have this shelf in y'all living room. How most rich white folk got that motherfucking moose sitting up there and they got that mantle over the fireplace of what the kids and did. This is the display of pretty much my family right here. This is our achievements as a family is right here. As soon as you walk into the house, this is what you're going to see. You ain't got to say a goddamn thing to me. Look at the motherfucking wall. We good. Now imagine you have that. And the only thing on it is everywhere that you fucked up. You look on that mantle and it's a trophy right there. But then you get closer and read it and it says, this when you lost the house. You look at the next one and this when you cheated. Motherfucker looks shiny than a motherfucker. But when you look at the details and the underline of the shit, it's fucked up. What we cannot do is focus on the fucked up shit because by nature, we all want perfection. But in reality, you're not going to get it. You're just not. You're not going to get it with yourself and you're not going to get it with your significant other. True indeed, some people can deal with some shit more than others. But in the same breath, the skinniest motherfucker could look like Arnold Schwarzenegger if they put the fucking work in. A lot of people say they ain't going to deal with this and deal with that, not because of their pride, but because they're too fucking weak to. So instead of saying I'm not strong enough, what they say is you ain't worth it. You want to know how to be with somebody for umpteen years? Learn how to see outside your motherfucking self. I've been with my old lady since I was 15 years old. I had just turned 15. Um, I didn't have a father to teach me how to treat a woman and all of that shit. And at that time, I loved me a good old hood bitch. Give me a good old ghetto ratchet motherfucker. And I was telling this to somebody uh, 
who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody in my job about it. And the first question they asked was, but why? Why the fuck would you want a hood ghetto? I said, because them bitches is loyal. Them bitches is loyal. I can have my weed and be like, stuff this in your pussy. And she going to do it. Because she don't want to see her nigga go down. If I got my strap, she going to have hers too. Not just for self-protection, to protect me. They hood. They ghetto. And they can be ratchet and you can argue with them a lot. But guess what? Them motherfuckers can be real loyal. To a T. And dare another bitch try and take her motherfucking spot. Even if that nigga in the wrong, she wish a bitch would. But I met my wife. And she ain't hood ghetto or none of that shit. <laughs> she can get there. She she can get crazy. But a, a different type of crazy than what I'm used to. Ghetto hood crazy. I'm used to that. I understand it. I get it. But intelligent women that did getting turned crazy, it shit looks like bipolar to me. And okay, I forgot goddamn point. But I'll say this: seventeen fucking years. If y'all here laughing, that's fucking brother to the night. He's sitting in with me. Um, I tell people 17 years and they just like, oh, my God, that's a fucking long time. Well, nigga, I was like 15. I wasn't even grown yet. I wasn't even old enough to understand what I was getting myself into. I just knew that I had the feelings of love for this woman. But I had no idea on how to be loving. And then coming from dealing with hood chicks and and, and, and the ratchets and shit, my first thought is, we gonna fuck. Because that's what you do when you got a girl. You fuck them. Because they give you pussy and you love it and you stay with them for a long time. But she ain't wanna give me no pussy. Not at all. I think she did, though. I think she just didn't want to be looked at as one of them. But she didn't get to me either way, so made a nigga wait a whole long time before I got that pussy. She made a nigga wait a long time before she actually said she'd be my girlfriend, too, because I chased her ass down. And what ended up making her turn around and be like, all right, I'll be your girl is I said fuck her. Hmm, message. I said, fuck her. Fuck out of here. I'm not chasing your ass down no more. I've been begging your monk ass to be my motherfucking girl. And you just, nah, you want me to continue to walk you to your classes, though. You want me to continue to hold your books, though. But you don't want to be my girl. You want me to be a motherfucking sucker. And so I got tired of that shit. And... One day I wouldn't walk in her to her motherfucking class and I wouldn't carry her motherfucking books. But guess what? She was looking for me. Nigga went there. Looking for a nigga? Nigga ain't there. But when she did see me, she saw me with some old bitches. 
And I was walking them bitches. That's right, them. Bitches today class and holding eight books. She called me up that night and said, you know what? I'm going to be your girlfriend. I said, all right, cool. And I don't want to see you with them bitches no more. And we've been together since. But understand this. When I say 17 years, we was kids, man. We didn't understand what the fuck we was getting ourselves into. I'm 32 right now. And I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck (laughs) are we into. Because I'm still learning every goddamn day. We had our first kid when I was, what, 17. The office called me while I was sitting in class. Like, your baby on the way. And I had to hit the highway to fucking Atlanta, Georgia, straight from school. Oh, no, I think I stopped at the crib and grabbed some clothes and then headed out. Me and her mama. And this is my first kid. I'm getting pulled out of motherfucking class to go try and watch the birth of my first child. Was I ready for that shit? Hell no. Was I ready to be a man? Hell no. A father? No. And at that time, I rebelled against all that shit. If y'all heard the episode with uh, me on uh, Jones Stakes is High, which I'm not sure if it's up no more. Because I think he, he revamped this whole shit, and I'm not sure if he got rid of old episodes or not. But <clears throat> I had an episode talking about growing up without a father and how that affected me and all of that shit or whatever. And so in my head at that time, I felt like um, as long as my children knew who I was, then I was a good father. Hindsight, of course, there's a lot more shit to go to it, and especially having a woman and all that shit. But at the time, that's what I was thinking. But in reality, I was scared of shit. I was scared than a motherfucker, man. I, I wanted to hang on my niggas. I wanted to smoke weed. Let's shoot the SK off the goddamn balcony instead of going to work. I went thinking about the fact that. While I'm out here wilding and doing this shit, my old lady is at the crib with a baby trying to figure it out the best way that she can. And my dumb ass is out here being a nigga. But she rolled with me. She stuck with a nigga through a whole lot of bullshit. In reality, she should have been gone. I don't know if it's the young age that we got together, that we got used to each other, that she really didn't know no better than me, so she stayed. I don't know. I'm glad she did. Because through that process, I began to learn a lot about myself 
and where I was at because a lot of shit she didn't stand for. I I say that she wasn't no motherfucking pushover, but it did push me into the direction of manhood. And I'm, I'm I I will always be grateful for that shit because even to this day I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm still trying to figure out shit. And so is my old lady. I'm sure she's still trying to figure out shit. Understand shit. Learn shit. Grow. Grow into herself. Because we're fucking kids, man. Everything that we are, we have went through and are going through in our marriage is supposed to happen. Because this is shit that happens to motherfuckers when they do shit, quote unquote, the right way. When you go into multiple relationships and you have multiple heartbreaks and multiple bitterness and you learn and you grow about yourself and you get out there in the world and you live single and you got your own place and you're doing your own shit. And those are the things that normally people do. But me and my wife didn't we didn't have that opportunity, I guess. We chose to stick with each other through that whole growing process and a lot of bullshit happened. Yeah, I wanna know how to stay with a motherfucker for at least seventeen years. Just don't stop trying, man. And I'm not saying stop trying to make the relationship work. I mean, period. You're not good at communicating? Don't stop trying to get better at it. You ain't good at handling the money? Don't stop trying to be better at it. And always be mindful of your partner. Because whether they say something or not, they feel something, man. You can walk into the crib with an attitude. They gonna feel that shit. Selfishness will kill any and everything. I don't give a fuck how big you get. Selfishness will eventually fucking destroy you. And I tell y'all this, you will never know when you're ready for marriage. But you will know if you can live with this motherfucker's flaws for the rest of your life. Can you deal with that shit? Who they are today, can you live with that? Because you won't be ready for marriage. Marriage is going to bring on a whole new fucking battle that you wouldn't prepare for. So I'm going to leave y'all with this. You want to get married? Do that shit. You think you're ready? Do that shit. Because if you don't, it's the only thing you're going to fucking think about. 
and every motherfucker that you get with is the only thing you're going to be thinking about. Because you're so fucking focused on having the one. You think you want to get married? Do that shit. And then you'll figure out if you was ready for marriage or not. But I will advise you, take the time to figure out yourself. Be honest with yourself. Who are you really? Not the person that you portray. Not the person that your family think you is. That your friends think that you is. Who are you really? Are you vengeful? Are you spiteful? Are you kind-hearted? Are you a little smug? Are you a little fake with this friend and you are with that friend? Are you actually caring or are you doing things to get something out of it? Figure out who you are and do not justify it. Say who you are and then don't give a but. Don't give a because. Because if you ain't happy with you, another motherfucker ain't going to be happy with you. I don't give a fuck how much money you make. I don't give a fuck how long your eyelashes is, bitch. I don't give a fuck what kind of clothes you wearing, nigga. Figure out who the fuck you are. And once you understand that, then you better understand somebody else. All right, this lasted a little longer than I expected it to, but I feel like I should have put that on y'all, man, because I get a lot of questions about this shit, and if y'all got more questions, just email drunkennightspodcast at gmail.com. Y'all can hit me up on Instagram at IamKingKO. You can DM me. My wife ain't going to trip on it, but. If I can give y'all some insight to something, just shit, hit me up. Because I don't know all the answers to everything. Only thing I know is my shit. All right, y'all, I'm out.